This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Welcome back. Linnell Willingham here with you on The Fan for about another half hour as we get ready to pass the ball to Charlie Slows and Dave Jagler. Nats playing the second game of a weekend series with the Atlanta Braves. And, boy, it has been tough sledding for the Nats against the Braves this year. I was talking uh, to the Nats uh, radio play-by-play producer uh, during the break there, and he was telling me about the home run discrepancy between the Braves and the Nats so far when they've played each other, and it's not pretty. I'll I'll say that. Uh, Eric Fetty got rocked last night. The Nats as a as a team giving up four bombs. Patrick Corbin on the bump tonight for DC will try to right the wrongs of the Washington Nationals so far when it when it comes to taking on the Atlanta Braves. And look, the Nats are probably out of this thing, but you got to continue to give competitive uh, out competitive performances here. And last night just wasn't that. He's got some breaking news, actually, in from Shams, uh, the the NBA insider for Stadium, just tweeted, Trailblazers lottery pick, Shaden Sharp, has a small labral tear in his left shoulder and will be reevaluated in 10 to 14 days. I know Blazers fans out there were awaiting that news, NBA fans in general, uh, out there awaiting that news because the trajectory and rise of Shaden Sharp, well-documented, uh, was the number one recruit coming out of high school, went to Kentucky, sat all of last year due to an injury, and now he's hurt again. So seventh overall pick in the draft. The Blazers obviously had tremendous expectations for him to be able to come in and help right away and join that backcourt of Damian Lillard and Anthony Simons. I thought he would be the perfect third guard for them, and Right now, just struggling to get on the field. Talking about the the young fella, Shaden Sharp. So, want to wish a speedy recovery for him. And hopefully, uh, he can get back out there soon because the Blazers are going to need him. As we mentioned earlier, Damian Lillard signing another extension with the team that will keep him 
uh, in Portland until at least the 2026-2027 season. We just got that player option. Uh, but you heard the stinger coming in from the break. Nell's quick clicks. Uh, we want to take things to Florida. And Florida always seems like where we're having all these crazy things happening. And they're, that's pretty much the star state of Nell's quick clicks. It can be the official state of Nell's quick clicks because Florida, you're always going to find some crazy things. Last week in Florida, uh, we talked about the guy facing felony charges for beheading a rooster. And I wasn't talking about Chris Russell. This time in Florida, naked Florida man climbs onto a big rig and throws highway into chaos. That's the headline uh, from the New York Post. And I'll retweet it out there uh, for you guys to see. Get at me on Twitter, N-E-L-L underscore B-T-P. This is just amazing. Thankfully for us, they bleeped out all of the man's sexy parts so we don't get to see certain things, but it's a big boy on the back of this big rig. And I'm like, I'm trying to figure out what the hell he's doing on the back of this big rig and why, in the rain, I might add, as as as, as my as my as my uncle might say, bucket naked, bucket naked, butterball naked, in the rain. It's 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 interesting. It, it, say he caused a major traffic disturbance with this. Obviously, they're they're saying the I'll read a piece here from the New York Post. Adding to the turmoil, the unidentified nudist executed his dash and mount amid driving rain and moving cars, like we mentioned. Uh, several people calling 911 to try to alert authorities of this behemoth on the back of this big rig who just, quite frankly, just didn't have on enough clothes for a lot of people's likings. And Florida continues to give us quality content here for Nell's Quick Clicks. I'll say this about this. Just don't do something like this, especially here in D.C. Because in D.C., we already have enough traffic issues here, and I'm sure a naked man would do nothing but add to our troubles Uh, getting around our nation's capital. Uh, If you want to read more on that article, I just retweeted it out from the New York Post. Second portion of Nell's quick clicks here, also coming from our friends at the New York Post. And this is a story that has grown legs, uh, so to speak. We originally heard about this, boy, I want to say it was around the time of the Super Bowl when we first heard about this, uh, this young lady. And the headline here from the New York Post, Brazilian influencer ends up in a wheelchair from holding in her farts. Now, I think this is the same girl who was on the date with the guy and refused to fart because she was embarrassed. Uh, It's a name is V. Tube, whose real name is Vitoria de Feliz Moreas, 20 years old. Um at a music festival in Portugal with her boyfriend when she began experiencing pain. Uh, They say the young lady was too embarrassed to pass gas in front of her significant other, and they were posting stories to their Instagram page trying to document this situation. And and I, I think I'm correct on this. We did first hear about this in about February. This is now the updated version of the story. So earlier in the year, she had been hospitalized with what they called trapped gas. And I'm not talking about uh, not talking about your liberty doing something and keeping gas away from you. I'm not talking about real gas. I'm talking about farts, the stanky stuff. The silent but deadly from the rear end. And for those of you who can see 
the headline that I retweeted and, and look at the actual New York Post article. She's silly. She's a smoke show. This is a beautiful young lady. Embarrassed to hold in her farts? I don't even blame her. It's got, she's got to be messing with a no good dude to be feeling as if you can't fart around your significant other. It's, it has to spell trouble for you. I'm not in a relationship. My producer in studio, Denton Day, is. Denton, I wanted to bring you in on this because we talk about, not in great detail, but we, we, we talk and discuss off the air. You know, the last time we were in here, you had to run to do something with your girlfriend. I'm sure you weren't running to the hospital, though, because she was in, afraid to fart in front of you. Nah, if you can't fart in front of your significant other, that's not true love. It can't be. Yeah. In fact, I go to her place too far. <laughs> my favorite farting place. Wow. Always good bombshells and nuggets when we bring in Denton. And Denton, this is crazy. She's only 21. So I'm, I'm, I'm also blaming the youth for this as well. I know we're, we're not the oldest, oldest cows in the barn either. I'm only, I'm only 24. Denton, remind me again, is 28? I'm 18. 18. No, I'm 27. I was about to say, damn, Dave, do I not know you that much? But yeah, like this doesn't bode well for people in our age demographic, I feel like, because if this is something that is going to continue moving forward. Well, God. the thing is, it's not a well thought out plan at all. Like you have to if you're going to, to take this approach, which is not healthy. But if you are, you have to at least block out one day of the week. Where you can let your system yes. do it. Like, I'm talking drinking black coffee. If you want to have a little bit of laxatives and the brownies, Ooh. like, get everything out of your system. You need a flush day. The thing is, she must not have had a flush day. Yeah, must not have had a flush day and clearly is uh, lacking common sense. I, I've, because I ride the Metro into work, I have had to become a savant when it comes to holding in your bowel movements, so to speak. And look, I'll be completely transparent with you guys. I'm always going to keep it 100 with you guys. There have been times on my way to work where I have had some extremely close calls. Extremely close calls. I'm talking about I'm talking about next level clinching. I'm talking about clinching to the point where there's sweat dripping down the brow. I'm talking about I'm talking about rumble in the jungle. The jungle being my stomach. I remember one of my first weeks here on the job, and I'm being just completely transparent here right now, and anybody who wants to comment or make fun of me and wants to go back and forth about this, I'm a man. We could do this. N-E-L-L underscore BTP on Twitter. When I first started working here, I was a producer, and you know I'm rushing in trying to get here early uh, so I can get prepared for the show that I was getting ready to produce. And I remember I went on this fast where I was just trying to only intake liquid. And my first solid food meal after intaking only liquid was McDonald's. My order is pretty simple every time I go to Mickey D's. Two McChickens, large fry, large high sea light ice. After going on my liquid fast and then following up with the two McChickens, large fry, high sea light ice, it felt like only the high C was, digest, was, was digested. I mean, just I just had some of the roughest goes of it on my way here in studio. And there was a day where I didn't make it. I didn't make it to, 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 the, to the laboratory, to the young gentleman's room. And I had to, like the team player I am and the soldier I am, 
I had to continue to produce the show anyway in the terrible state and condition that I was. I had to produce the show anyway. And I think that's how I started earning respect around this place. Known as a guy who's willing to do it under any circumstances. That's me. I'm rocking, no matter what. So listeners out there, moral of the story is this. Don't trap your farts. And always put work before your bladder if you want to end up successful. That's my word to the wise out there. We got to take a quick time out. On the other side of this break, we'll dip back in to the Washington Commander's 90th anniversary commemorative patch and the name that they omitted. I want to pose this out there to you guys as well in the MGM National Harbor listener lines. In light of the Washington Commanders asking the fans to vote in the next 10 players to make out that 90-player list of the greatest commanders of all time, I want to ask you this. In your opinion out there, listeners, who is the greatest Redskins slash Washington football team slash commanders player of the 2000s? I want to hear from you guys on that. MGM National Harbor Lister Lines, 1-800-636-1067. Twitter and Instagram, you can get at me there as well. N-E-L-L underscore B-T-P. Who is the greatest Redskins player slash commanders player slash Washington football team player of the 2000s. I'll tell you mine on the other side of this break. Don't go anywhere. Ride with me. Listen to 106.7. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. The fan, we're also streaming live nationally on the Odyssey app. 18 minutes past the hour here in our nation's capital. Welcome back. Linnell Willingham here with you on the fan for about another 20 minutes or so. It's been a fun ride uh, here on this muggy, nasty Saturday uh, here in our nation's capital. Before we took the break, post a question out there to you guys. I want to hear from you. MGM National Harbor Listener Lines wide open here for the last 20 minutes of the show. Reset the scene here for you. The Commanders 90th anniversary commemorative patch being unveiled today uh, on each of their uniforms, showing how it's going to look. And fans can vote the following players into the 90 greatest in franchise history at commandlegacy.com. Like I said, if you follow me on Twitter, I've retweeted the thing a couple times here now. N-E-L-L underscore B-T-P. There's a list of players there who you can vote for the final 10 into the 90 greatest in franchise history. If you go to the website, commandlegacy.com, you can see the other 80 guys that they've already put on there. And my man Jake Russell, who works for the Washington Post, pointed out some great things. Some great things. And the commander's doing what they do best. And that is just, well, I can't use the word I wanted to use. They are, they are very good at spilling milk all over themselves. They are very good at making themselves the butt of the joke unintentionally. Because right now, right now, what they're doing with this list is... I don't even want to call it a malpractice. It's it's just lazy, I feel like. Cuz it's 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 no real reason 
why you can't get something like this right. There's no excuse. My man Jake Russell works for the Washington Post. You can follow him on Twitter, underscore Jake Russell. The team has misspelled names of some of the 80 members on that list already. Right? That um that list of the 80 guys right now on the commandlegacy.com. Joe Lavender misspelled. Laverne Torgy Torgeson misspelled. So these are guys that you're putting in to this list that's supposed to be the greatest in your franchise's history, and you don't even have the decency to spell their damn names right? Richie Pettibone, listed as a head coach. Now, I know that's a way before my time, but if I'm correct, Richie Pettibone was the defensive coordinator for the then-Washington Redskins while Joe Gibbs was at the helm. I believe Martin Mayhew was just speaking about it. Name dropped Richie Pettibone as his defensive coordinator. So for them to not list him accurately... It's malpractice. It's disgusting. It's lazy. It's everything you want to call it. And it's why this team always gets such a bad rap for everything they do. This is not people nitpicking. Sorry, I want you to spell the 80 greatest players, supposedly, in the history of our franchise. Sorry, I want you to spell their names correctly. Is that too much to ask? Is that too much to ask? Seriously. That, that, that's what I'm trying to figure out. They have him listed. They have him listed as the head coach for at least eight seasons. I got I to gotta go look at the website to see exactly how the, the, the date that they have on, on Richie Pettibone. They have him listed as the uh, head coach for the same years they have Joe Gibbs listed as the head coach. Which is wrong. That's wrong. He was not the head coach during those years. He was the head coach for one year after Joe Gibbs retired. They won three games and he gets fired. Little nugget I picked up there from my Uncle Pete Medhurst dropping a text in my inbox here mid-show. We're pulling the curtain back completely, letting you guys know. But yeah. So this is this is this is why they get such a bad rap for a lot of the stuff that they do. Because in my opinion, that's just lazy. Whoever's in charge of putting this list together, that's lazy. And the worst part about this whole list, and what I mentioned earlier in the show, Trent Williams is nowhere to be found. Nowhere to be found. And Obviously, there's an argument to be made. Chris Samuels is probably the only other one I feel like that, that, that can sniff the jockstrap of Trent Williams when it comes to great offensive linemen, specifically at the left tackle position for the commanders. I say Trent Williams should go down as the best player of the 2000s for the Washington Redskins commander football teamers. I think he should be listed as the greatest player of the 2000s. We mentioned it earlier. Obviously, there's some bad blood still between both the sides, talking about Trent in the organization because of, you know, how he departed from here. Dan and company are all frustrated and flustered because Trent Williams dug his foot in the ground and said, get me the hell up out of here. Get me out of here. There's nothing you can do to change how I feel. I want out. As he should have, by the way. As he should have, by the way. Well documented, the the medical malpractice that the Washington then Redskins participated in. Misidentifying a cancerous tumor on this man's scalp. Luckily, it ends up being benign. But something that, in my opinion, you can't gain the trust back 
from a staff, from a medical staff, or an organization when you make that type of blunder. There's no coming back from that. And for me, it's really disheartening that Dan Snyder and company, and I think this is a complete Dan Snyder move, by the way, not having him listed on this, I'm sure I'm sure he made it a point of emphasis to say, hey, Jason, Jason, guys, when you're putting this list together, make sure you leave Trent off of it while he's supposed to not be involved with team activities. You see what I'm trying to get at here? Because it doesn't seem like something that Jason Wright would be up to. Jason Wright is a very respectable man. This seems in reeks of Daniel Snyder. To try to omit, like I said, a guy who has the best case, in my opinion, to be known as the greatest commander of the 2000s, to omit him from this list over a personal vendetta, it reeks of Dan Snyder. It's petty. And how do you expect how do you expect to continue to build good relationships with this alumni base and this fan base to continue to try to move forward if you're still doing old dirt of the past? This is slimy stuff, I feel like. I 100% feel like this is slimy stuff. Straight up. To have him left off this list. And it's not just that he's left off of the list. It's the other guys that are on this list that are not Trent Williams. That frustrates me the most. I'm sorry, but if Kirk Cousins can make this list, if Kirk Cousins can find his way onto this list, then you damn, damn well better have a spot for Trent Williams. And and that's my only real beef with the situation. Besides the fact that they have misspelled names on a list where you're trying to commemorate and honor somebody. To misspell names in a situation like this is just lazy. I want to hear from you guys, though. MGM National Harbor Listener Lines, wide open, 1-800-636-1067. You can get at me on Twitter and Instagram as well. We'll go to Instagram first. I got a comment uh, from a listener out there. Go to Inc. says, top skins commander player of the 2000 is Sean Taylor, hands down. Obviously, we knew that was going to be one of the answers uh, they got a lot of people going here, and it was going to be something that people were going to want to rattle off. And I, I completely agree and can't disagree with with Sean Taylor being listed as one of the greatest Redskins of the 2000s. From, for me, from just an on-field standpoint, though, I think Trent Williams, because of the longevity that he had here in Washington, I think he has a more valid case. Nothing, taking nothing away from Sean Taylor and what he did here. Uh, in his time with Washington. But I want to hear from you guys uh, on this. MGM National Harbor Listener Lines, 1-800-636-1067. Who is the greatest Redskins player of the 2000s? Who is the greatest Redskins player of the 2000s? I think that there are a couple guys that have legitimate cases. I mentioned two of them just now. Talking about Trent Williams and Sean Taylor. Denton, what do you think? Can you give me your favorite or greatest commanders player? Of the 2000s, who would you go with? Uh, I would say Trent is the answer, but certainly another guy you have to think of is Ryan Kerrigan. Yes. Because he's been around. I mean, he was around for a decade plus, and uh, he was productive for a decade plus, but I would give the edge to Trent because when I look at the hierarchy in the NFL, he was higher at his position Mm -hmm. than Ryan Kerrigan was at his, but Kerrigan was a great player for a long time here. The heartbreak kid, fan favorite, number 91 himself. And for years... I think those two guys 
is is a great situation of an example, excuse me, of ironing of iron sharpening iron. Because when you're Trent Williams and you get to go up against one of the best pass rushers in the NFL every day, it makes you better. And on the flip side for Ryan Kerrigan, getting to go up against arguably the best left tackle in the game, it's only going to make you better. It's only going to make you better. So for years, uh, those guys made each other better, and that's why both of them should be on this list. But Petty Daniel Snyder clearly just can't get out of his own damn way. We had to take a quick time out here. On the other side of this break, we'll wrap up the show here. Nats and Braves on the other side of this break. Excuse me, not on the other side of this break. After I get off here, Nats and Braves will play game two of a three-game weekend series. We mentioned it earlier yesterday, just an abysmal performance from the Nats. Patrick Corbin on the bump today for D.C. Hopefully, they'll have a better outing. Don't go anywhere. One final segment here on The Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome back. Linnell Willingham here with you on the fan for one final segment. Before I pass the rock to Charlie Slows and Dave Jagler, Nats and Braves. Just about 40 or so minutes away from first pitch in their second game of this three-game weekend series uh, down in Hotlanta. Uh, before we went to the break, though, talking about this Washington Commanders list and the greatest commanders of all time, 90 uh, going to be the final number that they hit on in honor of this being the 90th anniversary of football here in our nation's capital. We were tossing around some names before we went to the break. Trent Williams has been thrown out. Sean Taylor has been thrown out. I wanted to ask you guys, who are your greatest Redskins players of the 2000s? Denton had a fire one during the break that he wanted to share with you all. I want to allow him to do that. Denton surprised me. Yeah, so we're looking at this list, right? And they got 80 players on there already. And like Sean Taylor, of course, is already there. And they're adding 15 more. And on that list, you see Kirk Cousins, who really wasn't here for that long. And you got Alfred Morris, who you could potentially vote for as well, who, again, until I saw it in writing, I didn't realize he was here as long as he was, right? Like, he had a couple good years with RG3, and then he stuck around for some of the Kirk years. But he wasn't nearly as productive in the Kirk years as he was with the RG3 years for uh, obvious reasons. Playing with RG3 as a running back makes your life a lot easier. But if we're going to take a guy that has that small of a a window here in D.C., I think you have to throw Pierre Garçon into the conversation because he was productive in all of his years here, and I was one that was exceptionally bitter and upset when they decided to move in the direction of the Terrell Pryor-Joxon combo and let Pierre Garçon walk. So I think he needs to be in that conversation as well. I think that's a great pull. Number 88 here, Pierre Garçon, was just, just epitomized toughness in the attitude and swagger that this team wants to play with. Pierre Garçon was it. I remember um, the first time I really noticed Pierre Garçon and he, he burst onto the scene was that, that week one game in New Orleans when RG3 off play action, Pierre Garçon makes that amazing grab and just runs away from every member of the New Orleans Saints secondary. That's a memory 
for me being a young fan that will always stick out for me uh, for a long time. And it felt like he did that like four times that yeah. season. Like that cross, that deep crossing route with Garcon was him. absolute money. They were killing him. They were killing him on that. I think uh, the, the next time we saw that, if I remember correctly, was that Thanksgiving uh, Day game in Dallas when RG3 lit the place on fire. And Denton, that, Denton what's more impressive to you, the one in the Dallas game or the one in the Saints game? Because in the Dallas game, it felt like he was running at a different speed, bro. <laughs> I mean, I remember that Dallas game, and it just – because we were watching around Thanksgiving like you do, and there was just a different feeling. You had that touchdown. You had Santana with the, the, the weird tap, turning yeah. and toe-tapping. And then, I mean, who could forget the legend, Aldrich Robinson, <laughs> on the deep fly. I mean, that was what he was great with there. Yeah, so, I mean, that was a game right there. Yeah, and then the, the, the Niles Paul walk-in touchdown. I mean, we, we had some moments in that one. RG going crazy. Boy, I miss me some Bobby Three Sticks. I miss him playing good football, not not the antics that came along with him. I just miss I miss the nostalgia of that season. So over under week six, I do it at least once a year where the quarterback plays is not what I wanted to be in this city, and I go down a rabbit hole of watching old RG3 highlights over under week six before I hit that this year. You know, Den, that I am the ringleader right now in pulling the Wentz wagon. So I'm not gonna I'm not gonna engage in your propaganda, Denton Day. I'm not I'm not. I I refuse. It's a good question. Obviously, there was some sarcasm behind that. Clearly, Denton is not a believer in Carson Wentz. I do actually do that every single year. <laughs> <laughs> it could be a fun exercise. I'm sure it relieves some stress for you because boy, ever since Ron Rivera's been here in town, and even with Jay Gruden, this team has not typically gotten off to good starts in the season. So week six, I can see why you're probably a little down in the dumps. Trying to uh, go back into your memory bank and get some of the feels from our Jizzles years. Because, man, it was special. It really was. This was a special show here today. I'm happy we got to do it again with you guys. Two nights in a row. Well, this will be the th- Monday will be the third night in a row. Excuse me. We got you here today. I'm here with you tomorrow, 10 to 1. Stay tuned in for that. Got a big guest uh, booked already. Former Redskins head coach Jay Gruden set to join me. Uh, on on tomorrow's program. So look forward to talking to him. I'll replay my interview with Commander Safety Jeremy Reeves. Uh, He was kind enough to join me on Thursday, and I will replay that for you guys tomorrow. So you definitely want to be tuned in 10 to 1 tomorrow right here on The Fan. Big time show. We'll have more guests and more fun things to talk about as we get closer to that because full transparency, I don't know what the heck we're going to talk about tomorrow. But that's the great thing about sports, right? We get to... Sit back, watch, and react, and I look forward to doing it. Hopefully, the commanders give me some easy thing to talk about, as they normally do, as they're typically right in the midst of some terrible news story. That's going to do it. Linnell Willingham, youngest in charge movement, here with you guys on the fan. Appreciate you tapping in with me. You know how I get down. Get at me on the socials, N-E-L-L underscore B-T-P, Twitter and Instagram. I'll see you guys tomorrow. Enjoy Nats baseball right here on the fan. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. 
You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.